What are you doing? It's just a light punch. Why are you being such a baby? You're such a violent motherfucker. I'm such a violent motherfucker. Sometimes you need to be punched. Huh? Sometimes you need a good punch. What is it? I am such fucking pacifist. Uh, Gandhi is my hero. (laughs) Not every Indian person has Gandhi as their hero. Huh? I mean, not every Indian person has Gandhi. But why do you have like seven pictures of him around your bed then? Yeah, but that's different. It's because I want people to think that he's my hero, but he's not actually my hero. Okay, so who is your hero? Uh, myself. Yourself? Yeah. Wait, who's your hero? If it's not yourself, then what are, what are you doing in your life? Yeah? Um, if it's not myself, then what am I doing in my life? The ultimate act of love you. my hero. Oh, you, I'm your hero? What? Why? You don't uh, have any pictures of me around your bed. Yeah, exactly, because I don't want to idolize you. Do you... But isn't that the definition of a hero? That you idolize no, I didn't even idol of you in order for you to be my hero. And what's the difference? What so if I'm your hero, like... If one is not... a metaphysical idea, the other one's physical. So do you think God is many people's hero? But they don't idolize him? Or her? No, or I think it's... the opposite. They have, people have idols of God, but they don't consider them to be a hero. That's really fascinating. So in terms of, you know, like polytheism, where you have a myriad of idols, but none are your hero. No. Whereas you think in monotheism, God is your hero? Oh, maybe. The hero, wait, what is the definition of a hero? I, I just asked you that 20 seconds ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah, look how in sync we are. Yeah, exactly. questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is, wait, so if I'm your hero, why, what is a hero? Do I need to be filling, fulfilling some obligations I'm not fulfilling right now? I feel um, like you're putting a lot of pressure on me. Yeah, I mean, for my hero, really, you should be making a tea, not me. Yeah, because is that what a hero would do? Step up and quench your thirst. Yeah, step up and quench your thirst. That should be like the LucasAid advert. Yeah, exactly. Be a hero, step up and quench your thirst. (laughs) Wait, is this... Are we recording? Oh, should we we roll with this? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Um, Oh, wait, let's do the introduction. Yeah, sorry. So, uh, welcome to Karl Marx Does the Washing Up. Where we ponder ludicrous metaphysical nonsense in the time it takes to make five Tesco's basic microwave meals. Uh, Which is probably around 19 minutes now. Um, Yeah? Yeah, yeah, 19 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, now it's 19 minutes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm Elias Kazan. I'm Shaitali. And yes, we're discussing we're doing a podcast. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> no, uh, I think the concept of a hero is fascinating because I uh, atheists, agnostics, religious people, everyone has a hero. Yeah, I think there's a, it's like an archetypal an archetypal character that like sits within loads of different types of story, whether they're superhero stories or not, and a lot of kind of like uh, religious stories yeah. uh, mimic this archetypal, archetypal structure. Yeah. Where Jesus is also like a, is hero. a hero and um, has to, you know, sacrifice something in order to save a greater population or something outside of himself. And that's what the hero is. The hero is like some kind of altruistic figure that, that lives takes within, on a burden as well. Right? Yeah, that takes on a burden. And like a hero lives within a context, is like an altruistic context within a sort of an altruistic figure within the context of a. Um, let's say, somewhat violent um, society, right? society or, yeah, environment or something, so if we, which is not necessarily so forgiving. So if that's your definition of a hero... Yeah, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's general population definition of a hero. But what do you think a hero is? Well, I don't know. I don't really have heroes. Like, I don't really consider you the just told me you, you just told me I'm your hero. Are you taking that back? You can't put me on a pedestal and then remove the pedestal. Yeah, why not? 
but I can't come back down to the masses. I'm like, I'm someone's hero. Like uh, that elevated my uh, yeah, but the, yeah, but well, my hero would be able to mix with the masses. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, my hero is the person who stands on a pedestal lower than myself. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, but my, no, what what I admire in somebody is somebody who has the capacity to admire me. <laughs> right? Because that's true true reflection of their yeah, taste. Yeah, exactly. right? if they yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And that's why you're my hero is because Because they have great taste, because I admire you. Yeah, exactly. No, okay, fine, I agree with that. I do I do definitely have great taste. Yeah, yeah that's And so true. do you, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. Vice versa. But I, I, what about the concept of yourself being your own hero? Because we take on burdens. We're altruistic. Yeah, but I think like uh well as long as it doesn't create a stagnation, right? Why would it create a stagnation? Because if you already consider yourself to be the apex of humanity, <laughs> well, then you've got nothing to aspire towards. Yeah, but why do you need to aspire towards anything? What is what is society's obsession with bettering yourself and aspiring okay, to Okay, I things? do agree with that, that right. we have this notion of progression, which is not necessarily so progressive. Right? Exactly. But, yeah, exactly. It's quite unprogressive to be constantly progressive. Well, yeah, I think, and then we should, like, and everybody's, like, talking about changing the world. Like, yeah, what about right. just, like, saying, like, motherfucker, this is beautiful. Exactly, and embracing the beauty around it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I, I do agree with that, but, um, but not when, not to the point where it starts to cultivate just pure arrogance within the self. Yeah, but if uh, I'm a hero to myself, I, that doesn't mean I'm an apex within humanity. I'm my own apex, right? Why does what does it have to do with anyone else? Yeah, but you can you can have like the well, there's so many shies within shy, right? So which exactly. one are you idolizing? Like maybe you need to say like a, some of them are. So I'm idolizing the one that's most flawed. Are you idolizing the one that's most flawed? Yeah, because somehow he's the one that keeps himself most hidden. Because I'm, you know, like we alluded to earlier, we're very good at uh, presenting our positives rather than our negatives. Yeah. So the, my hero is the, the version of me that keeps himself most hidden, and that's the one with the most flaws. Yeah, but, but you consider that to be um, the one that keeps himself hidden. Yeah. One with the most flaws. But the reason you're idolizing that is because what you're doing is idolizing a vulnerability within yourself. Yeah, but that's what we should be idolizing. Yeah, but that's a positive. Vulnerability <laughs> is a positive. Wait, since when did vulnerability become a positive? Like it's always been viewed as a negative. Yeah, there has been a shift, right? Yeah, but yeah, when so did that shift? Has it actually shifted? Well, no, I think what, what we're understanding is that we need a certain sense of vulnerability and acceptance of our negatives in order to accept ourselves as holistic beings and in order f- to like deepen a sense of intimacy and spiritual Trans, growth yeah, yeah. and sort of like not fixation on perfection. Um, we and need to acknowledge self-love and an ability yeah. to love other people. Like if we accept the flaws yeah. in ourselves, we can accept the flaws within other people and then bind to them. So the issue that I have with that concept is that I think as a society, we're getting better at accepting our flaws, but we're constantly trying to improve them. Yeah. We're still we're trying to achieve perfection. Whereas yeah. really what we're saying is maybe you just need to accept your flaws and not try to better them. But maybe it's like most things in society or in life, it's a poison and an antidote served at once. Yeah. What would be an example of a poison in, that, in terms of a flaw? Um, like, well, could a flaw be, you know, you, your vulnerability? No, no, no. That's so, like, so you're saving growth. No, no, what you were saying just now is that um, that we're trying to change, right? Mm. 
we're we're always trying to change and get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that causes, I mean, that causes this kind of sense that we're not good enough, right? That's very true. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And as an antidote to that, there's this push for vulnerability to open ourselves in order to cure the. Antidote. I realize that we are. Yeah. So I think, I think. Well, I mean, with every movement comes a counter movement. So right? I agree with that. And then with every counter movement becomes the solution to the. Counter movement, which creates its, and it's just a constant, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's just like a movement to tra- towards trying to find some ultimate balance. So the opposite to that, though, would be stagnation. Yeah. So surely your hero would be one that's in a mode of stagnation, because that's unique. Right? <coughs> would you want your hero to be, hero to be unique? No, but the universe the universe moves, and if you're stagnant, if you're stagnant in the context of a moving universe you're not still you're not stable you've got, to, you, move, you've got to move in harmony with the with the pulse of the universe in order to be in, at balance right and the fact that we can't find the, com- the, correct, the correct pace no but I think a lot of people do say this like you know living in the flow of nature living in the flow of, of the universe but why do you think the universe is constantly progressing why could the universe not also be stagnant no, I didn't say it's progressing. It's just moving. It's just, but so why do you, why wait? Why do we need to move with it? We don't have a choice. We are moving with it. Yeah, but if I take no notice of it, what's it? Of it, of it moving. Well, there's no. I think I think I'm just like using some nonsense to get it <laughs> because the truth is, <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely nonsense. Um. Yeah, well, we're talking about stagnation in the terms of um, whether we should be bettering ourselves. Yeah. Getting, yeah. And I think there's a difference. There's a difference between um, accepting something and accepting a flaw or a weakness and not necessarily like trying to evolve past it. Yeah. And, uh, and another perspective, which is just complete inertia and laziness towards that and just giving, giving up. There's a difference between accepting and giving up. And that's, that's the thing. And stagnant, for me, stagnant has this, like, like you know, feeling. Of, yeah, but that's where disease... Like, yeah, but you're thinking of it in an extremely emotive manner. What the point I'm making is that, you know, like a hero in a movie or a hero, even maybe in a spiritual context, they stop bettering themselves. They reach a peak and they become this hero and they remain at that level. Do they? I think so. What? Like, um... Well, maybe that's what we're trying to idolize. That sort of... Oh, what, reaching well, a peak and then you don't... I don't, know, I don't, know, if that, I don't know if that is true, but um, I guess maybe because in, that, in the movie it's painted as, um, you know, the sort of an ultimate something above yeah, yeah. The, the masses. Yeah. Right? And then once so, you're above the masses, you don't need to value yourself anymore. You don't need to well, unless everybody's above the masses, then the, then that becomes the masses, and then we need something else. Yeah, but if we look at it in the you know the relation of the matrix, he does he like plugs himself in and he downloads all those things, and eventually he becomes this hero that can stop bullets and stuff, and that's when the movie ends because he's achieved it and now he's a hero, so he doesn't need to learn anything more. He doesn't need to better himself. So maybe stagnation is when you become a hero. Stagnation is when you become a hero. Well, no, it's probably just when the movie ends. <laughs> the, no, but I think the idea, the, the function of a hero yeah. or an, uh, the archetype of a hero 
um, kind of exists in order for us to create like ideal selves in which we aspire towards. So it sort of so creates and personifies like um, kind of like good qualities of a self or what it means to be a good human being. And it creates this sort of idealistic point in which for us to move towards. Right? But that's really beautiful that if I'm your hero, you want to be more like me. Yeah, yeah. I, I generally, I actually think that, like, uh, of many people in the world, I just really, I feel that you have a lot of qualities that I lack, and I would love to be closer to that. Oh my god! Should we pause the podcast and go and make out in the bedroom? No, we did that before the podcast. Don't <laughs> <laughs> we do that again? <laughs> you know, I have self-conscious intimacy issues. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. We do you think we'll ever get around to discussing that? <laughs> Maybe next one. <laughs> what did we do on the previous one? Yeah, did we do it on the previous one? No, but I think, so the hero thing is fascinating to me because a lot of people, for number one, we use hero usually as a singular word rather than plural. Heroes. He's my heroes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a myriad of heroes. People don't really say that. People usually are always like, you know, my hero is this. Wait, what do like, um, Hindus say? So what do you say? Well, because you're poly, because you're polytheists, right? Yeah, I don't, know, yeah, yeah. I don't know if the singularity of a hero is a monotheist. Yeah, yeah, but a hero is definitely a societal thing. Yeah, yeah, but I'm wondering if the society, like in India, the society around yeah. that's that is centered around the polytheism, that's true. sees people as heroes, rather than that's very true, actually. That's a, no, so that's a fascinating point. Yeah. But just because... But we don't really know. We've always lived in a monotheistic society. Exactly. Right? So, but okay, fine. So as a Hindu and as someone who's, you know, a staunch polytheist, you know, I believe in all of the gods. But uh, I just... I would still only have one hero, I think. Um, yeah? I think if you have a myriad of heroes, you know, like we were lo- like alluding to, if a hero is meant to be someone that you... Like an idealistic point. I think if you have a, too many idealistic points, then you will never actually achieve that point. Like, there's no way all those points could be linear and you would never actually achieve that point. Yeah, but it's not about achieving it. It's about, it's about a movement towards something. Right? Everybody understands that they're never going to achieve the, be the hero. Wait, nobody, nobody's, nobody's trying to be Jesus. Nobody's wait, trying to be Superman. Wait, that's not true. Everyone is trying to be Jesus. M- many, many people are trying to be Jesus. Many people are trying to be Superman. Uh, maybe not Superman. But many people are trying to be, you know, the next Messiah. Isn't America full of, like, charlatans who are proclaiming to be the next Messiah? Yeah, but that's not trying to be Jesus. What is trying to be Jesus? Well, if if you're a charlatan claiming to be the next Messiah, I don't think that's what Jesus would have done. Yeah, but they're only charlatans in our point of view. Maybe they are the next Messiah. Yeah. Oh, your point of view. I never called anyone a charlatan. (laughs) Yeah, but maybe they are the next, uh, next Messiah to some disciples. Yeah, okay, so... So they are the next Jesus. I don't know if Jesus was trying to be Jesus. I think it was just like, <laughs> he was just rolling with it. Oh, that's really interesting. So if you don't have an idealistic point, maybe that's why we're flawed because we have idealistic points. So if we don't have anything to aspire to and we just roll with it, then maybe we can achieve our full potential. Yeah, I think that could be quite nice. Yeah, but how would you not have a hero? Because, so now that I'm your hero... I think I am always... Yeah. I am always, like... You're yeah, kind of tortured by this idea of like a constant need to better myself and change, and even in like art and everything, just becoming like honing something, like cultivating something, yeah. working to get and finding that balance between accepting it. But I think there is a balance where we can have 
a point in which we're we're moving towards something, but not attached to the point in which we're moving towards. And um, we accept that we don't understand, like that our vision itself is flawed and that we can kind of, that vision should have space to allow the universe and the other things that happen. So everything to coexist, right? Yeah. Or like to feed into it rather than like, I think a lot of the time our visions and ideas of ourself and of reality and this is just superimposed upon, well, no, it's just imposed upon us, right? Well, everything that happens in life, we don't take into account the things that happen in our life, right? So you say, I want to be this, 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 and this, and then you don't take into account um, the fact you get, you might get sick or something until you get sick and then it just throws your vision off, but then you still keep pursuing the same vision. Yeah, but we live day to day. I don't think that necessarily applies to us. We live for today... Because if I live for tomorrow, then I won't embrace today, right? I live for today, and I don't think I've ever had that sort of future... Yeah, that's why you don't either. Oh, no, really? Wait, do you think you have a future version of you? Well, so, I don't think I put enough effort into attaining the future version of me, but I use the future version of me to make me feel bad about myself. <laughs> that sounds uh, healthy. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> which I feel like is like a trap a lot of people fall into. Yeah, but what is this obsession with future you? Just enjoy current you. Well, because his beard's longer. <laughs> right? And I just have the impatience. more wise. Just like, And know. also he's got the podcast uh, success money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. Because currently we've none, none yeah, yeah, we're just in debt. So my theory is actually... Also, can we, like, if anybody has lived in India or lives in India... Oh, yeah, maybe send us an email. Yeah, maybe yeah. send us an email. It would be really interesting to know if, like, there's a plurality to the hero concept within yeah, a polytheistic society. But even within a monotheistic society, maybe there are people who believe in multiple heroes. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's just not, maybe not people that we've come across. Yeah, I think we do have... We, you, when, when people ask, who's your hero, then you maybe come up with a few things. But it's not really... It's, yeah, but, wait, if I ask someone who their hero is and they give me multiple answers, <coughs> I would say, you know, I only asked for one. Yeah. But like when somebody says, how are you? They don't tell you like all the, all the different ways that they are. They just say, I'm fine. Well, I'm kind of sad. Oh yeah, that's very true. So, oh, so maybe we're causing the issue by not asking who are your heroes. Maybe we're the ones that need to change. As in who's your hero? Yeah, who are your heroes? No, but... No, but or, no. We, the main thing we need to change is instead of saying "how are you," or you we should be saying "how are you." Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's very true. But I already do that to you. Yeah. I already ask you how if all the versions. That's why it takes us fucking like an hour to do a podcast because <laughs> <laughs> it's like the one I'm just listening. Where this self is like okay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my issue as well, my fear is that uh, we're just preaching too much about balance. Like, I think we've got an attachment to balance. You know, the, the fucking answer to everything nowadays is balance. You know, oh my God, you've got to be, to be healthy, you need to have a balance, you know? Yeah, but so in your life, you need to have a balance of hedonism and, you know, and restriction. Right? Like, everyone is obsessed with balance. What is this attachment to balance? No, I, yeah, I, I think balance is, like, that's, balance is fundamental. But, no, but, but we don't understand balance. I don't think we have a good uh, concept of balance. We generally yeah, see, like, balance to be balanced seesaw. No, I think, I think as an intellectual concept, we don't understand what balance is. So what is or balance? as an emotional concept. But like, I Wait, what is balance as an emotional concept? Huh? What is balance as an emotional concept? Well, I just mean like the concept understood viscerally. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we basically generally see balance as like a seesaw. 
So there's one opposite on one side and one, yeah, and one opposite and on another. And we've got to like, kind of yeah, create yeah, 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 yeah. the midpoint. Yeah, yeah. And I think we understand that that's, that midpoint is not always like 50-50. Yeah, it's exactly. like sometimes 30, yeah. sometimes 70. And it fluctuates. And then it fluctuates. But I don't think balance is so binary. Yeah, but, like, we, but that's what rationality, we were discussing this earlier when then, you know, people only see things as rational and irrational. So... Yeah, we've got to fuse those two so that there becomes like a harmonious, in- integrated relationship between the two so that it begins to transcend this binary notion of those two things. So that's what and we need that, to do with everything. That's right? that point yeah. of like um, transcending the binary. That's the balance, right? It's not, it's not just like having, you know, equal portions of, you know, peanut butter and jelly. jelly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's about having... Mixing them together and then yeah, transcending yeah. the binary, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you have a you know, cherry nut butter. So with regards to heroes, how do you transcend the binary? Like with regards to, you know, living, you know, we're talking about how there needs to be a balance between your idealistic self and the self that you are, when really we need to just merge the two together. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think, well... Yeah, I think maybe then the seeing the hero in yourself is a great idea. Yeah, but culti- I'm always and ahead cultivate. of the curve. I'm always ahead of the curve. Yeah, that's why you always get run over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so seeing the hero in but yourself. Yeah, and then cultivating yeah. that. Um, yeah. So that's why I get confused when you aren't your own hero. Like, what, what are you doing in your life? No, probably just watching porn, yeah. Yeah, but you can still be your own hero while watching porn. Yeah, that's, that's, that's when I idolise myself the most. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so you, you're cultivating your yeah, yeah you're right? cultivating yourself. But the thing is, like, what what image imagery do we use to cultivate the self? Well, like, that's that, what the hero. Why becomes. do we need to use any imagery though? Yeah, we 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 don't, but we do. Yeah, but also any hero that you choose, you're just limiting yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why that's why my hero is God. Not your hero is God, but only one God. Yeah. No, then you're really limiting yourself if there's only one God. <laughs> Yeah, but he's everywhere. <laughs> so what? So you want to be everywhere? Yeah, you just want to be everywhere. You want to be everywhere? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just teleportation devices. No, but okay, but that's a, that's a metaphysical teleportation. That's the, that's the ultimate. No, but we're already achieving that with this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, yeah. Our listeners are... This is yeah. transnational cross-pollination. Right? <laughs> uh, it's different from, like, uh, you know, omnipresent teleportation. Huh. Well, that's true. Well, ours have a, has a reproductive quality to it. The podcast has a reproductive quality to it. Partly because most people listen to this during sex. But, <laughs> but also because ideas, like, you know, expand and they, like, uh, yeah, yeah, start, yeah, like, moving. Right? Well, actually, that's they, why we need some feedback on our podcast. You know, if you've if you got any comment on our ideas, you maybe send us an email. Yeah, yeah. At carmartsdoesthewashingup at gmail.com. Yeah, I like the idea of getting emails. Yeah, or like on our Instagram. Yeah, dude, we've got an Instagram actually. Maybe give us. We a are like seriously functioning. We're uh, almost like an actual podcast. No, 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 no. Far more ephemeral. And also, if we become an actual podcast, then you know, I think people would expect a lot more. Yeah, but also an actual anything is like so. I don't know. It's like it's it's antithetical to our notion of like the destruction of a hero. Finding this, you know, at the end of this podcast, basically we're saying that the hero should be an internal kind of metaphysical idea 
that we sort of exactly. fall, fall into. Yeah. And so we don't want to actualize anything. No, that's very true. We're starting to kind of create, like, heroes are manifestations of... Um, you know, I, th- well, I do you think know. we've stumbled across something quite profound here, though. Really? You always think that, though. Well, I mean, I haven't, because I already saw myself as my hero. But I think maybe you have. Okay, because I've had growth. Yeah, you've had <laughs> and it only I've took, just become like you. And it only <laughs> took 21 minutes. Yeah, imagine how our listeners must be feeling. Yeah, exactly. And imagine what we could achieve in 42. 42 minutes. That's too long, mate. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should end it there. Yeah, yeah, but then, but then, then if we start like having that much progression, that much growth, then we're gonna sort of make our listeners feel insecure. No, no, and be alienated. Start, yeah, yeah and eclipsing them. Yeah, but I think our listeners need to understand that they're they're not us, and they can never be us. But they can really work on themselves by okay. seeing themselves as their own hero. Yeah. So basically, the takeaway is that you should like you know see the hero in yourself. Yes. And if you can't find it there, well, then we're pretty good. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Then just work. <laughs> then just like, work with us. <laughs> Oh yeah, also we're going to start selling bobblehead versions of us. What? How else would they worship us if they don't Bob- have like Bob- small deities? <laughs> they don't have small deities of us. How would okay, they worship yeah, us? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, dude, we've got to get bobblehead. We've got to get bobblehead. <laughs> 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 now that's fucking good. Yes, exactly. <laughs> anyway, catch you later. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>